0: Get to the middle and throw it back to me Nobody do it like you Do that for me, sheesh Don't blow half on the halftime freaks Let's talk this cane Shut out South Beach Do some loose, what's up? I broke the leash Yeah, yeah I gotta get it baby, I can never stay long I'm um, A1, hit him with the A1 sauce Since day one, not the A1 sauce It's a vibe, it's a vibe Rockin' the champagne fluke, hit the lights Feelin' like a damn good
1: Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to the Boochcast. Boochcast. During the break, we played the song "A uh, Sweet Sensation." This was the official theme song for WWE uh, uh, SummerSlam, which took place uh, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, this was a version done by Flo Rider. I know. I think the original one was like a Marky Mark version. Yeah. You know, back those of us who remember Mark Wahlberg when he used to rap before he became the uh, the action star and the stars of the Ted movies, which were fucking great, showcasing a great comedic side to him. But yeah. That's so,
2: he's with Will Ferrell.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but Stop yeah. Hummy that Song. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so we we got a chance to play this song and you know, this is like a rarity on the bootscast. Normally I put these as separate episodes, but today I'm just cramming everything together because yep. just so much shit has gone down. I'm not even gonna be able to talk about other shows that have happened um unless we decide to get into them. But uh right now we're gonna get into a WWE SummerSlam here on the Bootscast, and obviously most of these I'm gonna let Zach talk about. Just for simple fact that I'm going to tell a backstory to SummerSlam. That day, before SummerSlam started, I had a comedy show at the Comic Strip. Yeah. I got booked to do the Sunday show. I didn't even know they had a Sunday show. I thought I was going to be doing the Friday or the Saturday show, and the Sunday show was at 5.30. Well, SummerSlam starts at 7. So, by the time I get out of the club, SummerSlam's already happening. Yeah. So eventually i get on the i get on the subway i get on the train i had a friend i had a bunch of people come out to the show Uh, a lot of them were from high school um you know of course alex came she was staying with me she brought two of her friends and then i brought a buddy of mine david who i hadn't seen since high school came out and he was a mutual friend of myself and alex and alex was shocked because i didn't tell her david was coming (laughs) (laughs) i invited a bunch of other people that didn't show up and when she found out she was not happy because apparently there were people in high school she didn't get along with i'm like well excuse me i'm just trying to put asses in seats to impress the club owner, which wasn't an acceptable answer at the time, but whatever, it's another story for another day. My point is, I'm out there, I'm talking to some people, we're hanging out, Then finally get on the train. It's a 20 minute train ride from where the comic strip is yeah. to the Barclays Center. So by the time I get to the Barclays, by the time I ca- I check in, I get in there, by the time I get to my seat, Styles and Joe are about to go at it. So everything before that, I didn't see. Okay. I went back and saw highlights of it later, so I can talk about some of these matches. But I'll just tell you right now, there's only one match that I missed that I was a little upset about, and I'll get into that when we get to that match. So here on the Boochcast, we are of the belief that pre-show don't count.
2: Pre-show don't
1: count. We don't give a shit about the pre-show. Nope. The don't care. Does, does but he's outnumbered. He got outnumbered on that. Yes. No, I didn't even watch pre-show. I didn't give two shits about the pre-show. Yeah. It not count. Doesn't count. I don't care about the pre-show. I just I don't it's Pre-season not gonna football doesn't count yeah I don't care about that either so like I just don't care so anyway we get to the first match of the evening and I'll be honest this was the one match I missed that I'm upset about for the intercontinental championship Dolph Ziggler defends against Seth Rollins take it away
2: all right yeah that was uh, it was very very good it was it was uh the um Dan Ambrose return he was uh he was keeping an eye on uh Drew McIntyre it was back and forth like it was it was it was good it was really good I was like two hungry guys and somebody who hasn't had the belt in a long time. So for all it them has, it was, it was good. And it was, Jesus Christ, it was back and forth again. I was like, yeah, I, I enjoyed it highly. And then, um, then Curve stop one, two, three said and done and Seth Rollins burn it down Seth
1: Rick Rollins is still is your new Intercontinental Champion he's now a two time Intercontinental Champion and um I was intrigued by this match I really was There's a part of me that thought Dean Ambrose was gonna turn I thought I thought about that I too. thought about he's a heel turn there. from Dean cause I know that that's something that WWE is possibly tinkering around with like, like right now the shield is on a run
3: yeah
1: if the shield does break up Dean will be the one to turn on the shield this time not Seth or Roman oh. He's not gonna make Seth do it. He already did it once. Yeah. So it would probably be Dean that does the heel turn because he's the one I think that desperately needs one, especially with the new the, the new look he's sporting yeah, he's right now. Got big. Yeah, and he's cut his hair, and you know he just looks more badass now yeah. than he ever has. Yeah. So like,
2: raw's uh, Raw, it's like oh, just be yeah, a little lunatic. Right. I need mean, a lunatic
1: to help me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you got a Scottish psychopath in your corner. I need a lunatic in mine. <laughs> <And> he said, <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, I was dealing with travel issues. They just weren't my, <laughs> my travel, travel issues. issues. <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> Fucking great. So. We got so we get to the so they get to the so anyway the match itself Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins put on a
2: clinic oh they did one of the
1: probably one of the best best matches they've had yeah and it was just a, a perfect way again another perfect opening to the show because it had everybody wondering who was gonna win close calls near near falls. Count outs, yes. getting in at the last second, and then of course Drew gets on the apron, Dean pulls him down, hits dirty deeds on the floor. Rollins super kicks Ziggler, hits the curb stomp. And I love and I love that the super kick is the setup for the curb stomp. Yeah. And not just a finisher. Because yeah. too many people are using the super kick, I believe. Yeah. Like both Ziggler and Rollins both use super kicks. Yeah. So the fact that he's used that to set it up and then hits that curb stomp. If and gets the one, two, three. Seth Rollins winning the championship. Yeah. And I think that the fact that it sets it up for that move mm-hmm. and the fact that Ziggler's closer to the floor is probably why they're letting Seth bring the curb stomp back. That way it's not too high. There's not much of an impact. Yeah. You know? Because that's the thing we noticed. That that's part of the reason that the curb stomp was banned in the first place mm-hmm. was they were worried about concussions. Yeah. Yeah. So now, I think, with the way Rollins does it now, it reduces that possibility. Very true. So I think the lower you are to the ground, the less he has to jump. And you can just literally just place the foot there and just do a little stomp. It yep. doesn't have to hurt that much. So Rollins is presented with the Intercontinental Championship. He's won it back, which is great. Yes. And I look forward to seeing where Ziggler and uh, you know, McIntyre go going forward. Although right now, it seems like they're teaming up with the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman. Be- yeah, we're going to get to that a little later on. But, you know, obviously the shield is back together yeah. and everything looks great <laughs> from there. And on that note, we're going to move on to the next match of the evening, which, again, wasn't the least bit upset about missing that one. Oh, of course after that, the Renee Young was backstage with the Bella Twins and asked what brings them to SummerSlam they said there's no much chance of history tonight. There's so much chance of history tonight. And they talk about reality shows and their YouTube channel and they're here to have fun and witness Ronda Rousey making history. They talk about the women's evolution. They'll be at ringside to watch Ronda's match which I don't care what anybody says. You know, you bring in the Bella Twins, people are going to watch. Yeah. So it, it's just great to see them back at the WWE ring. Yes. You know, instead of doing, obviously, Total Bellas is not doing anything right now, and both of them have an opening in their schedule, so to see them back is just incredible. Yeah, it
2: was. Yeah. Smackdown the other night. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Back- and of awesome. course, <laughs> yes. And of course, we have for the Smackdown tag team titles, yeah. the Bludgeon Brothers defend the titles against the New Day.
2: Boring. Probably the most boringest match out of the whole night, I thought.
1: Yeah. It wasn't that good. Again, this was a match I'm glad I missed. Yeah, I was it was like, a waste eh, of my goddamn time.
2: Yeah. It's, 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 it's the New Day. I love the New Day. Crack shit. You're going to put a match in and put the bludgeon brush against Sandy.
1: Well... I, not, I had nothing necessarily against the New Day, but I just felt like the match itself was just blah. It wasn't special. It, it, it wasn't special. And of course, it ends in a disqualification. Yeah. So the New Day wins the match, but the Bludgeon Brothers, and of course, the Bludgeon Brothers got injured. Eric Rowan was injured during this match, yeah. which is why the New Day, they win the tag belts two days later, mm-hmm. and they're 5 time tag champions. So it's just, it's sad. Very sad. You know, like it's a waste of time. Very sad. Like, don't care. Like, the only reason the New Day won the belts is because the Bludgeon Brothers got injured. Yeah. So it's just, it was stupid. It was pointless. It The match had nothing special in it because I just feel like the Bludgeon Brothers are so much hard-hitting dominant, in the New Day. They're more comical than wrestling. Yeah. So it just didn't work well. No, it didn't. The, this, the chemistry was off, and it just didn't feel right. And even after the bell, they keep beating down the New Day. So it's, it's the same shit. Nothing special. And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. Braun Strowman against Kevin Owens. Yep, in a match where if Braun Strowman is pinned, submitted, disqualified, or counted out, Kevin Owens gets the Money in the Bank contract. hmm That didn't happen. No, no. here's the thing. This match, what the fuck?
2: Exactly. There
1: was no... This was the dumbest thing WWE has ever done. Why would you put all these stipulations in? To give Kevin Owens the ultimate advantage in possibly winning. But not just that Kevin Owens lost. That's not necessarily what I have a problem with. Although, personally, I think he deserves the money in the bank more. Because Braun Strowman's so big, muscular, and badass, he don't need a fucking briefcase. It's a yeah, waste yeah. of time. Kevin Owens, is at the way he wrestles and the cowardly heel that he portrays, he's the guy who needs a briefcase. Mm-hmm. So, to have... Strowman just dominate like that?
2: Yeah, he dominated.
1: was terrible. It was a squash. Squash. Literally, short, one-sided match. Yeah. Now, I'm hearing rumors that Kevin Owens was dealing with some injuries, and that might have been the reason. It also explains why he quit on Raw, which is stupid, because A, we know he's not really unemployed, and B, he's already booked for the show in Australia on October 6th. It's him and Elias against John Cena and Bobby Lashley in a tag match. Really? Yeah, it's a tag match. So why the fuck is, are they doing this?
2: That's a good question. I was watching. I was like, Kevin Owens puts up a better fuck here. Did they completely fucking squash it? No.
1: Yeah. The only logic. The only logic. Ugh. Is that he's hurt. And I haven't seen anything on the internet yet about him being hurt. It's nothing. nothing. So it's just, it's stupid. Now, of course, you know, Braun celebrates with the briefcase. Just, you booked the match expecting me to see. I was expecting Kevin Owens to like knock Strowman out of the ring somehow. And there's some kind of count going on. It looks like he's gonna lose by count out and then maybe jumps in the ring at the count of nine. Or Kevin Owens brings in a briefcase and, you know, hits him or like, does like a sound and toss it to him like an Eddie Guerrero kind of thing where he would lie, cheat, steal. Yeah. I thought Kevin Owens would do like an Eddie Guerrero-like thing. None of that. Just Braun going Uh, just his little like Get these highs, bro! And that was it. it was typical Braun Strowman bullshit. <laughs> it was nothing, nothing came out of that match. It
2: was stupid. It was stupid. I was like, okay, this sucks. All right.
1: And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella defends the gold against Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Um, Knew it, called it, one special to me. Uh, somehow I knew Charlotte was walking out with this women's championship. The flare. I the false Flair was going to get the championship. And again, they're trying to rack up the numbers to make her just like daddy. And she's not her dad. And it's not and it's not even a knock on Charlotte. It's hard to the legacy Ric Flair had in the business. Is something that is impossible to touch, and Charlotte just isn't her dad. She needs she she need to find her own path. Just everything about her screams her dad, and it's just it's it's a waste of time to see. So it's the only thing that was interesting was after the match. Becky Lynch heel turn, love it, love it, love it, love it. Becky Lynch as Lovely. a heel. Becky Lynch is a heel. It works. It does she has this new attitude about her it makes her better as a last kicker it gives her more credibility in that department and the fact that on SmackDown she attacked Charlotte again mm-hmm. and was like you bitch and all that and made it made it personal made it go after her like she's literally selling it she's getting Charlotte to look more and more like a babyface all the time yeah. you know so it's perfect I think this could be the catalyst to Becky Lynch Winning back the Women's Championship, I think she's going to be a much better heel. Oh,
2: yeah, she's much better. She's, she's going to be a heel. She's going to be good at it.
1: I mean, you she's... gonna do a Charlotte and Becky
2: Lynch win at um, the next pay-per-view.
1: Yes, yeah, Hopefully she, they do. Yeah. So now, obviously, they're going to face off at Hell in a Cell, I believe. And it's this just, just, that's how I feel. And I feel like Carmella was just, she was there. It wasn't really special and just anti-climatic so she's anti-climatic from hell yeah so like while it might have been a great women's wrestling match like I said I knew what was gonna happen so I just didn't enjoy it yeah I got you. yeah and then on that note move on to the next match of the evening this is right around the time I got to the Barclays so I got to witness this WWE championship match. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Joe's gonna kill you. That
2: was great. Joe went on to personal. Line. I've never seen seen well no, I seen him go that, but he kept on going towards his wife and everything else. It was back and forth, back and forth, cause you gotta realize when those two are at it, you could hear the chance. neck, TNE, TNE, TNA goes
1: T-N-A, 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 those two. How many times did they go against each other? In TNA? Countless? Oh every time. Those two high- whether it was for the TNA World Championship whether it was for the X Division Championship and here's the thing the type of match they had at SummerSlam is what you would see in TNA that's why Samoa Joe brought out some of those aerial moves that he doesn't really do anymore mm-hmm. he has more of a ground game in WWE now but he did some of his like you know j- diving out of the ring and the instigary sending AJ to the floor Like they made that a TNA style yeah, match yeah it was good and brought out the best in both of them. And again, yeah. they did it because it not because it was a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. because it was a pay-per-view in Brooklyn. So they knew that that Brooklyn fans they know about TNA. Yeah. The casual WWE fans don't know what the fuck TNA is, nor do they care. They Most of them don't. Most of them don't even know what NXT is, and they're there, okay? And they're watching WWE. So, and some don't even have the network, but they're just watching the pay per view. So they they did that for the Brooklyn crowd. Yeah, they did, and it was perfect. I sold it perfectly. Yes, especially with Samoa Joe and yeah. you know yeah, and grabbing where, the yeah. mic.
2: Yeah. His wife was like, you need to stop. He just goes, drops the chair, goes up, hugs the kid, and walks out the building. And I was like, and speaking of that, my chef, I can't mention his name. Actually, he's next door's neighbors with AJ Styles. Cool. I was like, you're what? Huh? I was like, yeah, I was like, no. I was like, he goes, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. I was like, you got to realize that. AJ Styles grew up, no less, than 45 minutes away from me. I don't give a shit what people say about AJ. I don't care if he's booed or cheered. I'm going to cheer for him. Yeah. The phenomenal one. Fuck AJ off. Styles. He's done more ever since he debuted. He's already a two-time WWE
1: champion. <laughs> was he the United States? Yeah, he won the United States he title. Was a,
2: he had three major titles. And there's two, almost two to three years No, he's three had years. two
1: major titles. Two, two. I mean, you know what I mean. But I'm saying, he's been WWE champion twice. He's a former US champion. He's
2: Roman Reigns. He's beaten John Cena. He's beaten everybody. Yeah. He's beating everybody. I was like, but what's next? I think he might be losing to Smojo. Yeah. Gonna... Did he
1: beat Roman Reigns? I don't remember Styles. Did yeah, he beat Roman Reigns. Styles beat Roman Reigns? I think. I don't know if he beat him for the title. No, I right? think
2: it was just a one-on-one match. I yeah. would love to see AJ Styles against Daniel
1: Brown. Yeah. Well, we see... we saw a little bit of that, but, no, 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 no. you know, not that much on so, SmackDown. Because AJ Styles
2: snapped. Yeah. I've never seen him snap like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's, like, because, well that's because... Well, that's because Joe was on the mic and he said, like, you know, Daddy isn't coming home. I'll be your new Daddy. Yeah. That crowd went, oh, oh shit. shit! And then Styles came up and attacked. And then, of course, everybody was chanting, "Who's your Daddy?" daddy. That, that, They're that, chanting that, 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 it. And my buddy Kyle was watching. He
2: rewatched it with us. He goes, "Actually, fans are mean." because, like, "You have no clue." Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> he bashes the hell out of Joe with the chair. Oh. Then, of course, he finally leaves through the crowd with his family. Yeah. Great moment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And just highly entertaining. Great match. Mm-hmm. Just that is and of course Joe wins via disqualification. Go down He's down. gonna get a rematch at Hell in a Cell. I'm just trying to find out if it's gonna be inside the yeah. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Which is where I think it should be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But it like, yeah, if it's not, I'm not gonna watch it. And I was like, no, it better be Hell in a Cell. If it's not, I'm not gonna watch it.
1: Yeah, it just it doesn't make any sense to not do that.
2: No, it doesn't make
1: sense. And then of course, um, you know, and of course Fit Finley comes out, everybody's breaking it up because Styles has just lost it. Mm-hmm. his family calms him down and he leaves so just great storytelling all around and then of course after that ladies and gentlemen Elias <laughs> comes out to the ring talks about his new song being the greatest song ever written he trashes New Yorkers which the New Yorkers get a kick out of it they boo but they also get a kick out of it Elias doesn't want to shut up then he goes to play his guitar but the g- guitar neck breaks the crowd is chanting you fucked up yes they did <laughs> and Elias freaks out and kicks over his stool and leaves yep. and we're sitting there going for a brief second I actually looked over uh I, I, I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself Was that supposed to happen? I couldn't tell Yeah
2: I was wondering If somebody else was gonna
1: come out And attack him I was waiting for that but Yeah It didn't
2: happen Or like, if somebody was, was gonna laugh
1: At the fact that it broke Like did, was it supposed to break? Did that happen? Like I still don't know to this day If that was meant to be or not But it was still entertaining the crowd chanting You fucked up was awesome Cause that's exactly what New Yorkers would say You fucked up bro You fucked up. Yep, he did fuck up. And on that note, we're going to move on to the Uh next moment. We got The Miz backstage... And he runs into the B-team. Miz says he imagines him over to which Miz luck, but says he doesn't need it because he's better than Daniel Bryan. He says the B-team wants to fetch his limo and celebrate for, or after for all time's sake they can. The B-team says they're actually leaving right now to do some celebrating for their tag title win. Dallas says they're not the Miztourage anymore, and they're rooting for Daniel Bryan. And they talk about wanting to do a reality show called Total Fellas. He said, wait, 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 we're the B-team, so we'll make it Total Bellas. And then then Miz just kind of looks at him. The crowd's laughing hysterically. And then Miz just walks away, and the B team's just kind of like, What? I like it. I I thought it was funny. And this is the thing this is a debate I think Elvis and I got into a while back. He doesn't like the fact that the B team acts like they're stupid. Mm -hmm. I disagree. I I think that the B team, the fact they go out to the ring and they kick ass. Yeah, they do. But then they cut these promos where they sound stupid. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I like a little. I like. I like the fact they're a little comedic. I mean, they're still tag team champions. Mm-hmm. They're still getting a massive push, and they were goofy to begin with. So let them just be goofy. They're the B team. B team. B team. The B whole. Team. The whole point of it is it's supposed to be like second string guys <laughs> so let them act that way let them be the supporting actors yeah. you know the guys say things like bling bling and that is whack so by the way if you know what movie that's from you're awesome uh and then of course on that note we're gonna move on to the next match of the evening the my least favorite match of the entire night the thing that almost made me get up and leave <laughs> the most disgraceful moment Daniel Bryan versus the Miz
2: uh it, it, I knew who was gonna win because his um prune ordering botox of a wife fucked it up but it it was really wasn't that it should have been a better in my opinion. Yeah sleep. I was like really you guys the two people actually fucking hate each other and I think they don't like each other in real life.
1: I think there's an element of
2: truth to like, some I of don't it. No, I was like they like because in his right he's behind me and Dan Brown he's behind me. I was like this is personal I think. Yeah. I was like and here's the thing, and I know you hate him. I kind of respect him because he's good at one thing and one thing only: being a dick. He's just good at it. Yeah. He's just good at it.
1: He's good at it He's because it's his natural personality. Yeah. He is a dick. A sawed off little prick. And doesn't deserve who does not deserve to be in a wrestling ring under any circumstances. And he showed that in this match where he literally he would like like Daniel Bryan was like they were trying to like like Daniel Bryan basically out wrestled the Miz. That's what we saw here. The Miz trying to lock in a surfboard submission, couldn't get it dick, absolutely sucked at it. Daniel Bryan responds, does it perfectly. Just it's horrible. Like the match itself was just Daniel Bryan looking
2: forward to the
1: most yeah it was the Miz hitting his basic spots and Daniel Bryan basically carrying him mm-hmm. that's what that match was and then of course it ended with Maurice handing him those brass knucks and he knocks <coughs> out Daniel Bryan which, we didn't even see the, brass yeah, I didn't see the brass knucks that was crazy I thought the Miz I thought the Miz just straight up punched Daniel Bryan I'm like okay he's gonna kick out of this then I saw the three count and I went what the fuck then they showed a little closer the camera and it went okay so he, he did hand him brass knucks which still was stupid Yeah, it was Because how long do they expect this rivalry to go? You've already said it's eight years in the making. Yeah. Which technically it shouldn't have been, but they wanted to do that to make it interesting. So you're going to extend it another couple months? Yeah. Nobody wants to see this. Hmm. They wanted to see Daniel Bryan punch Miz in the face, beat the shit out of the Miz, one, two, three, and it's done. This should have been a one-and-done match. It does not need to be a long-extended rivalry, which now is including their wives. Because now we're going to see Miz and Maurice. Against Daniel and Bree at Hell in a Cell.
2: There should be Miz and Daniel Bryan Hell in a Cell. Just those two.
1: Yeah. Well, now they But well, they also have a match in Australia. There they do. Yeah, where the winner is supposed to get a WWE title shot down the road. It's a number one contenders match. Oh, fuck. So, basically, this means one of two things: either Daniel Bryan is going to win and they're going to pull the trigger early and get that belt on him, or B. I don't want this to happen, but I'm worried the Miz might win. He becomes WWE champion. And then Daniel Bryan wins the Royal Rumble and takes it from Miz at Mania. That's the only other logical thing I could see happening. But I so do not want this to happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't ever want to see Miz with a WWE title around his waist or any other title. Around no, his he doesn't waist. deserve it. This guy is literally the worst wrestler I've ever seen. He's a cancer. He's a cancer. It's a cancer. Cancer that is the Miz. Yes.
2: <laughs> All the times I had to hear you say that, I just horrible. I like that's one man that he hates more." Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and 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 Phil's like, "Why?" Wow. You're like, uh. uh, uh. I told him about the interview. I was like, "Really?" I go like, "Yeah." I was like, "So who do you like?" But you hate Roman Reigns. I was like, "I respect Roman Reigns." Danny does. Oh no, 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 don't no. If he ever comes over here. Don't bring up the Miz. I was like, "Why?" Because he won't shut the fuck up about it. Because but you're the same with Roman Reigns. It was like, "Yeah, no. And, and uh, I was like, why? He's good. He's like, he, he's a good wrestler, but there's one problem. He's like, what's that? She got mad. He sucks on the mic. Coming from, don't ever mention it. If you ever meet her, don't ever mention it. She actually thought, true to her word, that the Undertaker and Kane were related in real life and Paul Bear was their father. Wow. I was like, no, they're not. She bitched and raised hell. I got kicked out of the room. was like okay. She speaks for me two days after she found out the truth. I was like, I fucking told you. I was like, yeah. I was like, remember um, I'll talk about it later again. I'll try to Yeah,
1: it. no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, remember on a uh, um, you were talking about the girl finding out that, that
2: she, uh, that, uh, she, uh, yeah, no. I was like, no, that that's not true in any sort of way. Like, no, they're not related in real life. They're not. It was like, they just made that huge ass storyline. And Kane's not wrestling anymore. Like, what is that? He's the mayor of some town up in Tennessee, and she had to look it up. And she was like, "She hates when I'm right. She's not a bigger fan. I had proved her wrong more times than so Yeah,
1: can't. he won the race for mayor, so now he's going to be doing that. And uh, like every time, every time, like when Roman Reigns
2: finally got attacked, attacked, this year's WrestleMania, and I said this, and I point out, it: that's why you don't take your eyes off a fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, they like how'd you feel to get handcuffed? script but how would you like to get handcuffed i've been handcuffed before it's like but it's not right i was like uh it's part of the script guys you don't understand it's part of the fucking script he's a heel that's what Brock Lynch is supposed to do he's a heel and he's good at doing it then we saw the clusterfuck at wrestlemania <laughs> i saw that I was like des and i looked at each other like, oh, oh this is not good I was like, I did not pick on you after that. I fucked with you a little bit, but yeah. after that, I, uh, no. I was like, why? No, 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 That <laughs> little don't know what video coming around to the shit he tried to chop up the head. Yeah. <laughs> you don't understand. But people ask me, like, but you hate Roman Reigns. It's like, here's the deal. I'm tired of fucking Brock Lesnar having the damn title. Elvis does not like Roman Reigns like me. I bet Steven was the same way. As well. We're tired of having that asshole, having the title, and not fucking defending it.
1: Yeah, he sat at home. But anyway, we're going to get to that in a minute. But we got, the next match we got here is uh, Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. I'm going to say this. I was, the only reason I'm okay with this being a squash match is because Finn Balor came out as the Demon King. I saw that. I was like, I saw that. If he had came out as just regular Finn and it had been squashed, that would have been disappointing. Yeah. Because you hadn't been squashing shit as regular Finn. Now the demon, that's different. Yeah, the demon can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's so like, I like that's the demon. Me and Eric or sitting was like, we saw his music, like, and we go, like, "It's the
2: demon!" It, 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 it goes. Whoa!
1: Oh, I know. I was out. I was. I was getting. Uh, I was out getting. Uh, like, like you know, drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, so I'm at the concession stand, and all of a sudden, everybody starts running inside, and I'm like, "It's just Finn's music. What is everybody freaking out about?" But I didn't. And then I didn't realize till I came back in, and I saw the started watching him come out to the ring. And it was a demon and I yeah. went oh shit this is why they're freaking out yeah. okay like it's just I'm sitting there going it's just Finn Balor what are y'all bitching about <laughs> and then but yeah so the demon king was a perfect thing was a perfect moment you know again squash match done done everything great one two three then we go backstage Daniel Bryan in the trainer's office getting his head iced his wife walks in complains about Maurice, and Bryan says he expects Miz to do that now Bryan says he does he didn't fight so hard to come back and just let someone like Miz win by cheating Brie gives Bryan a pep talk. Bryan thanks her, tells him to go back out and enjoy the show she walks off and Bryan doesn't look happy no,
2: he did not look happy I
1: remember on Smackdown he was like
2: Carol but about Carol it's a shame that you could never be better than John Cena even though you wear makeup in the ring I was like oh yeah I was I was like and I'm never little Rebella bella comes out there and punches the mids and Daniel like, Brian my wife has one hell of a
1: punch. Yeah. Daniel Bryan being funny about it, which is great, because obviously this is how they're putting the mixed tag match together. <laughs> yeah, I was like and I got Kyle asked me, how the
2: hell did he get her? I was like, Daniel Bryan either is really nice or he's packing. <laughs> something <laughs> I don't something get something. I believe him of all people got Rebella made her and had a kid with her. I don't know what that is, but I give the man props.
1: Well you know Well here's the story You know that Remember when Daniel Bryan Had the storyline Where both Bella twins Were flirting with him uh-huh. That's where Him and Bree Kind of started dating Yeah That's how that started So obviously Bree Was legit attractive Nikki wasn't Nikki playing her role You and, know and A lot of people well, one, one person said, She seems like She's a dumb
2: Bimbo I was like She's not actually she actually she's actually very highly intelligent she has a real estate license she has a college degree yeah yes, she's making john cena but what girl
1: wouldn't <laughs> exactly <laughs> I was like, it's we john know a girl like we, we know a girl who would probably cheat on her husband with, <laughs> with john, john cena. cena and she look? what's it like to
2: feel john smells muscle? she goes it's absolutely fucking are they still the...
1: i think so okay I think they broke up, got back together, yeah, but some of the think they did like, it for I don't,
2: like. I remember they proposed in a ring, and I'm like,
1: "You were like, yeah." I'm like,
2: "Who gives a flying fuck?" And you kept on hitting me.
1: Be nice. I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, dude, it was. I'm just saying that. It it wasn't a kayfabe proposal. <laughs> it was a real proposal in the ring. I'm like, dude, don't be a dick.
2: And Maria was like, "You're such an asshole." It's like, this is me you're talking to here.
1: I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying. Like, dude. Like, it's a real proposal. Just uh, you know. I'm just saying. You know. Like, okay. Well, re- remind me if I get a girlfriend and I. Proposed to her not to have you in the room anywhere. I'm for... not going to
2: be that big of a dick towards you. I don't like John Cena. I like you, so fuck off.
1: Okay, I'm just saying. I'm, just... I'm just saying, if That's how you're going to be. I don't want you around my
2: engagement. <laughs> okay.
1: And on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening for the United States title. Shinsuke Nakamura defends against Jeff Hardy.
2: We already know who's going to win this one.
1: I wasn't sure. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just Here's how I felt about this match. Mm-hmm. I felt this shouldn't have happened at all. What? This match. I felt if Jeff Hardy's gonna have a match, it should have been him and Orton. Yeah, no. Now, granted, they're gonna fight inside the hell in a cell, but I felt that Je- this should have been Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton fighting. Why is Nakamura back in the mix? Because ever since Randy Orton started beating down Jeff Hardy and really, like, torturing him, you know, it's been the two of them. Nakamura hasn't really been anywhere to be found. So it was a basic U.S. title match. We've yeah. seen these two wrestle already. And the match ends with Nakamura hitting the Ken Sasha for the three count. One, two, three. After the match, Randy Orton comes out to the r- to the stage, walks down to the ring, gets to the ring side, and then decides, nah, he turns around and walks away. Mm-hmm. So Randy Orton playing his mind games. We all kind of in the audience looked. I blinked for like a second and I was like, did did he change his mind? Is he going up the ramp? I thought he did something and I didn't see it. Yeah. But no, it turns out he just turned around and walked away, which is kind of weird. But overall, just, you know, still, you know, it was a great match. I'm not taking anything away from that. Nakamura did his thing. Jeff Hardy did his thing. But again, this match didn't really need to happen, in my opinion. And on that note, we're going to move on to the next match of the evening. Alexa, for the Raw Women's title, Alexa Bliss defending the title against Ronda Rousey. Awesome. Awesome, cuz I'm tired of the Barbie bitch. I'm tired of the Barbie bitch. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um you know that like Siri oh. Alexa thing. Oh. So we're talking about Alexa Bliss and this whole thing uh popped up. Um you know, and it was weird because my mom first Bought this thing. She was saying something, you know, like Alexa, play Bruno Mars, something like that. So anyway, um, <laughs> Alexa, abort. Alexa. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Alexa. stop. stop. Thank you, Zach. But yeah, my house. So we had that. So at first, I'm looking at my mom, like, now I have a cousin whose name is Alexa. You told me this. So I'm looking around, like, and she's like, I'm like, is Alexa in the backyard? What the fuck is going on here? So I didn't know what was going on. So she starts playing it. So yeah. That was our Alexa playing. We just to... looked over like, Oh! Yeah. That's
2: Alexa. That's Alexa. Oh, yeah. So we're not
1: going to call her that. We're going
2: to call her the Barbie
1: bitch. Yeah, Barbie bitch. We'll just Barbie call her Barbie bitch. Bitch. Barbie bitch. All right, so... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say something about this match. Natalia coming out was great. Yeah. She got a standing ovation from the crowd. Yeah, well, cause almost everybody. Because the guy sitting next to me wouldn't stand up, and I was kind of pissed about that, but I didn't say nothing to him. But... If the thing is she comes out wearing one of Jim Neidhart's old jackets because yeah. for those of you who don't know um, Natalia is the daughter of Jim the Anvil Neidhart yeah. who passed away a few weeks ago um, you know sadly passed away so Natalia, and this is her first time on television uh, appearing for WWE since the passing of her dad so she got a good ovation from the crowd people clapped everybody was happy to see her then we see everybody come out to the ring you know and then of course uh, Barbie Bitch exchanges words with the Bella Twins mm-hmm. in the front row before the match and here's what I want to say about this match it felt like a squash. I can see that. Ronda basically dominated. I'm and I'm going to say this right now. If you are a... To anybody that's complaining about that, you don't understand the purpose of wrestling. The purpose of wrestling is not just to work a match. It's to make it look believable. Which is good, but believable. Like, for example, I was talking before about Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing the NXT recap One of the things that Triple H has said Is Ricochet's problem That he's working Is that he can do all these moves But the fact that he does them effortlessly Is not believable You're not making it seem like there's a struggle Like you're not struggling to get the move You're not struggling to get the guy in position It's like you're just rehearsing Yeah you know, wrestling's supposed to be a fight. It's not acrobatics. True. This is this isn't a, this is not this is not gym class. Nope. This is supposed to look like a fight. Like if you're grabbing my like if, like if you grab somebody's arm and you twist it, I have to make it look like you literally twisted my arm. Yeah. You know, you tr- you had to make it look like you had to struggle to get the move or get the thing to happen. It has to look like a fight. So the reason this looks believable is because Ronda Rousey is a legit for a shoot. A UFC fighter. Yeah, yeah. A bantamweight champion. A division created around her. A woman who won 12 fights in a row before she suffered any defeat. She's lost two ma- two fights in her whole MMA career. Yeah. last two she lost. Now, while they were... She did get her ass kicked. She whooped, she whooped ass yeah, to get to that she point. She's
2: the baddest woman on the planet for a reason.
1: Yeah. Two women beat her. And they earned the right to beat her. Yeah. But... That doesn't change the fact that 12 women got their asses whipped before those two came up.
2: Not whipped. Stomped.
1: Stomped. Like, didn't even make it past the first round. Nope. Her matches were the length of an Instagram video. Oh, no, no. An old school Instagram video. Because Instagram videos used to be 30 seconds. Uh Then Instagram extended to a minute. Wow. So before they extended to a minute, she had the Instagram. was like the length of an Instagram video. Literally. I'm not bullshit. Start to finish. Instagram video. So. Ronda Rousey whooping Alexa Bliss like this is 100% believable. Now, with Nia Jax, she had a bit of a struggle. Why? Nia Jax is a bigger girl, heavier girl. So, obviously... Ron is going to have a work cut out for them. Why? Not the same weight class. WWE doesn't have weight classes. Well, they do, but they don't. Basically, if you're over 205, you can qualify for any other belt. You know, they just did the 205 thing for the cruiserweights because they're tired of having cruiserweights fight for world titles and shit like that unless you're like a big fucking name like a Rey Mysterio or some shit. And then you can do whatever the hell you want. But, So that was believable And then Alexa Bliss just Ronda Rousey Just tossing her around Like a rag doll Like a rag doll And just No she's fine And then all of a sudden Locking in the arm bar And then you know uh, Barbie Barbie bitch taps out Barbie Barbie bitch taps out Ronda Rousey Wins the women's title
2: I mean And then she goes up And kisses her husband I was like I wish I was that dude And I got into an argument With Elvis Like Ronda Rousey Is ugly to me I was like I, if I was, if I could put my hand through the phone right now, I would smack you. You think she's hiring than Alexa It's like, you're goddamn right, I do. And I finally got asked why. I was like, okay, look at the prospect of this: three top women in my life when it comes to kicking ass: Zena, Buffy, Rhonda.
1: Not just that, Rhonda looks. Rhonda yeah. looks sexy outside of a fight. Yeah. Like obviously when she's getting into when she would get into the octagon. Yeah. Or when she would get into a wrestling ring, she still looks. Beautiful. Yeah, she's... But the sexiness ain't there because she's got the look on her face like, I want to fucking kill you. She's got her infamous stare down where she's like looking through her eyebrows and like, I'm going to fucking kill you and some shit. Don't
2: hurt me, please.
1: And she can change it from a pretty... I have a pretty sexy smile to you're about to die. And you see the transition one time (laughs) with Stephanie. I saw her slowly, slowly transition. And Stephanie was just like... Uh, Ste- yeah, like that look on her face, like I'm about to fucking die, and Ste- and, and Ronda pulls that off perfectly. She does. But here's the thing: when you see her outside, like when she's on talk shows or the red carpet or anything like that, when she's doing like movie periods she's she's got she's got movie roles as well. Yeah. She is sexy as fuck.
2: The well, prime example was in the Expendables movie, like, and I think Sylvester Stallone asked, "Who's she? The that, that, she? Who's she? The hostess?" And the guy looks over, "Nah, the bouncer." <laughs> Kicks four dudes' asses. It's like there's nothing. I got ass. It's like what? Okay. In movies and TV shows, usually you just see the big bad monster running after the little blonde cheerleader. And the way what we watch is see the little blonde cheerleader kicking the monster's ass. Yeah. I'm like, I and like I was like, I'm not I'm sorry. I was like, and then Brady was like, yeah, I guess she is. I was like, you know how you like when Jason Statham and and kick people's asses? That, that's how we feel. And Phil looks up, and they've been through thick and thin for 14 years. He's like. Yes, honey, that's very true. And, and people are like, Ronda, Raji, but I was like, how? She's just fucking hot. She, just she is. Just, she's hot. I don't know what it is. She, she's she, hot. I was like, would you be married to her? No. They go, why? Because if I cheat on her, she might kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Rhonda's Ronda's, Ronda's tri- no, a big ass dude. You have
1: to be. Yeah, I was like, she just got on there. And Rhonda you like, He just grabbed onto her side,
2: Rhonda smacked her on her ass. I was
0: like, that dude is shit.
1: Well, that's because they're, they're married. So he's secure enough to slap her on the ass. I'm like, whatever, that's my oh, wife. Yeah. So just imagine
2: somebody else tried to do that. Oh, if he, somebody
1: else did that. I was like, you have fun, bye. Rhonda <laughs> will kill that, but that's her husband. Like, oh. I... Dude, he's like, hey, hey, I've been in a relationship, I put time in, I dealt with ups and downs in this woman's career because she was going through a depression where she wanted to kill herself. He was there for all that. Not only that, put a ring on her finger, walked down the aisle. No, not watering me out, but
2: said I did you just held this. You oh yeah, you this and like you're gonna that.
1: you're gonna tell me I'm not gonna slap this no, on the ass? Oh fuck that shit! I slap it on the ass while it's while I have it in my possession.
2: He does. He goes. <laughs> he does it. She don't care. No, she she just looks out against that. sick. I'm, like, you can't care. I'm just like she's like I was like just like, like this right here, and and and, and also like, you know uh, they're at the
1: hotel. She's wearing the she's wearing the Raw Women's Championship oh, and nothing else. Not. But hopefully, oh. hopefully she doesn't pull a page and she leaves it to the side. Oh, no, that would be awful. Yeah, and like put that belt to the side while you're banging your husband. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway... um so yeah, so great match. Ronda yeah, Rousey, yeah, the was women's that, champion. That, it, was, it was kind of a squash.
2: It was just like basically one, two, three, said and done. But
1: and I'm intrigued to see what kind of rival, what kind of fight she's gonna have down the road, and who's gonna take that belt from her. Now, obviously, Alexa invoked her rematch clause, and now she's gonna face her at Hell in a Cell. So we're gonna see that fight again. But I don't know when Ronda's ever gonna lose that belt. I don't think she will. I, think I I only see one possibility where she loses: Shayna Baszler. Gets called up and takes it. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh,
2: see what happens.
1: Yeah, either that or Nia Jax is going to return with a vengeance and she maybe she'll too. take it. I don't know if she's hurt or if she's just off TV because they got nothing for her right now. Yeah. But I see. I don't see. It's going to be. I'm looking at the women's division right now. I don't see anyone that will beat Ronda nope. legitimately nope. yet. Uh, maybe Asuka, but I think that credibility went down when she lost so many times already. Right. Like, you know, I think having her tap at WrestleMania was a big mistake. On her part. But that was that's that that's neither here nor there. On that note, we're moving on to the main event of the evening for the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar defending the title against
2: Roman!
1: Roman Reigns
2: and Loved it. I know that. what it was like well, when a, uh, they both come out. All right, then Braun Strowman came out. I was like whoever wins, I'm going to finish him right there and there. So good luck to you, Roman Reigns. You said something to Brock Lesnar, and good luck to you, Beastie Boy. I was like,
1: Hoo-ho-ho! oh, Brooklyn pop for that. Brooklyn <laughs> pop for that.
2: And then, then, then you hear the dong. Superman punch, Superman punch. I was like, no, 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 no. no, I'm not gonna see Goldberg again. I thought, I literally <laughs> no, thought we were getting another no, Goldberg. No. I was up, I was, I was standing up, and at my house, like where are the big couches? At my buddy's room, like I was like at the edge of the table. Phil's one of his pipes is right there, and, and he was like, he was "Like, sit it down." I was like, "No, no, no, no." Then finally, he got brought. I'm gonna do this myself. Got into the guillotine and freaking broccoli Oh my, Brockleasure. Bro, man, bro- power bombed them. I was like, "Okay, you impressed me." Got him in. Do it again. It did it again. I was like, "Ah!" I was like, "Okay, okay." And all of a sudden, then, the shit happened outside the ring. Brock Lesnar was hitting uh, Braun Strowman with that. And and, and then he got speared three times after the Superman punches. And finally, you just see Brock Lesnar go after him with that chair. With that chair after he really beat the crap out of uh, Braun Strowman. And all of a sudden, boom. One, two, three. Yay! The fuckhead.
1: Everybody's still not happy with
2: it either. Because you heard, in the ring, said,
1: you both suck. You both suck. You both suck. I My. heard that towards the end though. Not not here's what happened. This is what happened. So anyway, you know, obviously Lesnar goes for a spear, moves out of the way, he ends up doing a suicide dive out of the ring, hits Strowman. Lesnar comes out, beats the hell out of Strowman, hits him with an F5, beats him to death with the briefcase, throws the briefcase to the hits other the side. Yeah. Then gets back in the ring with the chair. That's when Roman hits the spear, gets the one, two, three. Now, here's the genius of this booking. WWE is very well aware of a Brooklyn crowd. Mm-hmm. And they knew they were going to hijack this match. They were going to do the You Both Suck chance throughout. So they brought out Braun Strowman and said, I'm going to cash in and whoever wins. So the crowd now wants to watch the match because they know Braun is going to get walk out of the Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they do all those moves. Reigns got the belt. By the time the crowd realized there was no cash in, they already went off the air. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Roman was celebrating. Yeah. They go off the air. Now keep in mind. For now keep for in romance. mind. We're in the audience, I, or I am. I'm in the audience. I'm watching with everybody in Brooklyn. We don't know they've gone off the air yet. We don't know when they go off the air. We don't know because they're not showing us that copyright thing at the end and it fading to black. Yeah. We don't see that in the building. Yeah. We don't hear the commentary. We don't hear nothing unless you're on a microphone. Mm-hmm. You don't hear shit. Okay. So we're watching this. By the time they find out, they're all calm. But here's the thing not everybody booed some people were booing i know i was sitting near some people they were booing some people over here were cheering but this was the difference people were booing because roman had the belt people were cheering because brock doesn't have the belt. nobody in that building except for maybe a handful of people like myself were actually happy that roman got the title they were just happy that the belt is back on raw yeah. the back the belt is home now
2: yeah, brock's not it. Just-
1: Yes, Roman's gonna show up on TV every week And that Universal title is gonna be there The fact that we know that And we also know that Braun Strowman Has officially cashed in the briefcase And at Hell in a Cell Inside the cell It's gonna be Roman versus Braun And now the big question is this Does Strowman take the Universal Championship now Or does Roman hold on to it?
2: That'd be two years in a, If it doesn't happen That two years in a row That the, the, the man's money in the bank was not successfully
1: cashed in. Yes, but at least with this one, it'll actually be a real fight, and not what happened with Corbin, where he just got rolled up randomly. I saw that. I was like, because he yeah, had. He- oh, now de- he's the uh, constable. constable well, no, Corbin. well, now he's the acting general manager. He's now running the show because oh, Kurt Angle was put on vacation. And I found out, and here's the thing, and I'm talking about this now, because I found it out. The reason Kurt Angle's on vacation is because he's training. Because they're planning on putting him back in the ring. I don't know if he's gonna be full time. He might be a part timer in the wrestling in, in wrestling. Like he might be like just and by part time I mean just T V and pay per views. Yeah. Like he's not gonna do he's not gonna do the international tours or the house yeah. shows shit like that. He might just show up for raw and pay per views and that's it. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time he's home, so they might do that. But they're saying they're going to have Kurt wrestling a lot more than he already is. And I think at some point he might be re- his next match might be with Corbin for like control of Raw or something right. like that.
2: And compare- Corbin get his ass kicked.
1: Either that or Corbin wins and Kurt just becomes a wrestler. Yeah, because I know Kurt definitely can still go on yeah. some level. He can't go full time. Kurt Angle's already said that. That was part of the reason why he hadn't come back to WWE for so many years, because they wanted him full time on the road and he couldn't do it. He said if they had offered me a part time deal, I would have stayed a long time ago. But they wanted him full time and he couldn't do it anymore. So he said uh, that's why he left. That's why he went to TNA, because he only did like TV tapings and pay per views things like that. And if he was and if you and if he couldn't make it to a show and he was sick or he had pro- health problems, they still paid him while he was away. So. Kurt had a great time with TNA. He came back to WWE. Now he's having fun there, and now he gets to work all these great matches with people that he wants to work with. And so there's that. But either way, Roman winning the universal title what should have been done at Mania. Yeah, Glad so to see him. Glad to see him with the title finally. He needed to be the guy to dethrone to dethrone Braun. Dethrone him. He did. He needed to be that guy. He, it just it's it's the truth. Yep. There was nobody else. Like maybe Braun, but Roman was the Roman guy. Roman kicked out of six. Braun Braun kicked out of six. Braun got one F5 and was done. It took six to yeah, beat stitches Roman. stitches in the head. Yeah. And then there was the controversy of the Greatest Royal Rumble and just all of other oh, shit. We saw that. So we Ro- showing the shit, but we yeah. saw that. Yeah. So Roman got the win at SummerSlam, needed to, got the belt, everything's fine now. So as far as I'm concerned, they did a hell of a job. Great pay-per-view all around. Oh,
2: yeah. The pay-per-view was better than WrestleMania. Yeah. Am I happy for Roman or Yes, but when he loses the title, just as be, just be as happy.
1: Yeah he'll you know, lose the title to somebody hopefully it's somebody who who deserves to be champion and that will put that guy over tremendously and now the universal title is back and of course I don't think Brock is going to get a rematch ever again but some say he will by the guy like this if you're going to give Brock a rematch you might as well give Goldberg a rematch pretty much you know what I'm saying because if Goldberg's not going to get a rematch for the belt then Roman should get I mean then Brock shouldn't Because Brock Lesnar should just focus on the UFC, focus on passing his drug tests. And not getting his ass kicked. And then go face Daniel Cormier. Because I understand they want to do the two-sport thing, but this is why that idea is stupid for well, one UFC reason. UFC fans and WWE fans don't get along. That's not the reason. Why? WWE is scripted. UFC is not. Yeah, very true. You're banking on Brock Lesnar. Po- the only way that would work is if Brock Lesnar went back to UFC, won the UFC title, and then you booked him to win the other belt. Then you can make him a two-sport champion. Because in WWE, you control who has mm-hmm. the belt and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. UFC don't do that. Nope. UFC, you got a legit fight. So if Lesnar walked in there with that Universal Championship... And got his ass whooped. That'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious, but it'd be a waste of time. Vince cannot afford to take that gamble. You cannot afford to take that gamble. So to put the belt back on Roman makes perfect sense. He's new universal champion, and now we can all move on. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will conclude the recap of WWE SummerSlam 2018. I thank you guys so much for tuning in, and make sure you guys follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or be a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Be on the lookout for this week's episode, The Male Soap Opera Moment where the Wens and I will be giving our predictions for WWE SummerSlam. That should be coming out uh, sometime this week, probably Saturday before the pay-per-view, so make sure you check that out. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Visit our YouTube channel check out all of our YouTube content and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell. Be notified when future content will be posted. And of course, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv/theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be this Saturday, August the 5th, for WWE SummerSlam. That's right. We're all getting together for the biggest party of the summer. That's why we had this episode come out this week, this classic episode to commemorate this week's SummerSlam. And you can join us live at 8pm on Twitch for all the fun and excitement. Also, we have our live D&D show coming soon, our Boochcast booking battle, and another special project in the works. Also, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes we have three levels you can donate at pick the one that works the best within your budget we have our first level which is 99 cents one dollar per month we have our second level which is 4.99 five dollars per month the same amount of money you would pay for a peacock subscription I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we got the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. $10 $10 per month. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since they sold it, the Peacock got where to put that at $9.99. So to that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the network and unlike All Elite Wrestling, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. Want You have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We use to upgrade our equipment. We use to bring in bigger name guests, pay the bills and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and believe they are to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over when it's all said and done, we use the recipe to feed Scott his ramen noodles and try to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! <laughs>
3: Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. 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 Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu. Love you A la prochaine. goodbye
1: till when we meet again.